What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of In the Nick of Time. I'm your host, Nikki. God gave me a word just in the nick of time. And from my heart to yours, I want to share that word with you. On this podcast, I will always tackle the spiritual aspects of life's trials and tribulations. And the theme of my podcast, guys, I know, I know, I know you probably saying, Nikki, why do you keep changing the theme of your podcast? Because I have so many different uh, interactions with people and, and hearing different podcasts and the things that people talk about on a daily basis, the things that are so important to people. Um, I was doing wake up world and, and now I'm back to church is not the answer. And you probably say, Nikki, why did you go back to that thing? And why is church not the answer? When I say church is not the answer, I am not telling no one to forsake the assembly. But what I am saying is, we are the church. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's what it's about. Because this is spiritual warfare, and we cannot fight this battle in our flesh. So looking at the word church, in the flesh we think that the church is a building. The church is us, and the Holy Spirit is the teacher in their church. The church is not about benefiting us. God has already given us so much. The church honors God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The foundation of the true church is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. So when I'm saying church is not the answer, I'm definitely not telling you not to worship God not to uh, to assemble with other believers and because the building that building that you go to on saturday or sunday whenever you worship is a comfortable place so everybody doesn't have to pile up in somebody's house or different people houses because some because it's probably you know unlikely that someone has a a, 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 a house that will accommodate thousands of members who want to come together and talk about the word of God. But God, also, Jesus also said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I will be in the midst. So church is not the answer because We need to understand our purpose here and why we're here. So when I say church is not the answer, I'm definitely not against because I attend worship service every Sunday. So I'm never going to tell anyone, you know, you don't have to go to a building on Sunday because 
technology in this new age of social media, we have really been able to uh, live a convenient life where we don't even have to get up out of the bed and we listen to a, a worship service on uh, our phones, our TVs, our uh, tablets or whatever devices that we use. And that's not the same as going into a building and being able to uh, experience, you know, other believers and uh, actually being able to touch bases with people physically to actually see how they're doing. And uh, I also want to let you know that I came on late today because I was, I had so many different topics. I switched my topics, like, I don't know. I was switching my topics all week. And I just was like, what, do I, what am I going to talk about? And I was getting ready to leave work one, one morning. <clears throat> and I stopped by our team lead office. And, a, and another associate named Sid walked in behind me. We started talking and he made a joke. He said, I, he said one of our coworkers, her name is Patsy, her daughter, he said her daughter was pretty. And he said that Patsy would always say that he is married. He then basically started to try and make an adultery type joke and make adultery okay. Uh, I forgot how he worded it, but he mentioned God as if he had as if God has something to do with his lustful eyes. And then I made the statement. I said, don't put God in that. And that's what I want to talk about in today's episode, guys. I want to talk about don't put God in that. A lot of people tend to ask the question, um, why God allow bad things to happen? You know, he said, if there's an all-knowing, all-powerful, all-loving God, why are children dying? Why are there wars? And why are uh, people just taking guns and just violently, violently shooting people? Why are people just evil? Why is there so much, so much hatred in the world? If there's a loving, protecting, providing, all-knowing, all-powerful God. I want to read something to you first before we delve into our topic for this episode. <clears throat> Don't let anyone under pressure to give in to evil say, God is trying to trip me up. God is impervious to evil and puts evil in no one's way. The temptation to give in to evil comes from us and only us. We have no one to blame but the leering, seducing, flare-up of our own lust. Lust gets pregnant and has a baby. Sin. Sin grows up to adulthood and becomes a real killer. Now, 
That is James 1, verse 13 and 14. And I read it from the Message Bible. Sometimes I like to read the Message Bible for better context. Now, what did James say? Don't let anyone blame God when tempted to do evil. See, we resist God and then question him when he does not come to our rescue. Pride goes before destruction. That is so true. So first, let's look at the prideful spirit and what it does. Because see, a prideful spirit only wants to take responsibility for making decisions, not for the consequences. See, a prideful spirit only takes charge when it, when it benefits them. Like a man feels like he's in charge because he pays the bills around the house, but takes no responsibility when communication breaks down and his spouse is feeling neglected. And the children are feeling neglected. And they're out here and they're, and they're running wild and they're making bad decisions. And you feel like I give you all of the material things that you could ever want. Why are you acting up in school? Why are you disrespecting the teacher? Uh, why are you uh, making F's and D's in school? You should be the happiest kid on earth. And I'm not going to beat down the man. A woman takes charge when she is the breadwinner or uh, she feels like, you know, I, I, I do this, I do that. And, you know, we have a lot of us women walking around saying we're a, we're a boss, but does not know how to make sure that the family is nurtured in love. What do you mean by that, Nikki? Our job as women is to make sure that the home is, is, is taken care of. Not just the cleaning and the laundry and all of those things, but making sure that your children are fed physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Making sure that they know love and what it looks like. We do have a place. We have a very important place and a very important role to play in the development of a healthy, happy family as women. Just being a boss, just being able to make and be equal with men doesn't make us important. It doesn't put in perspective who God put us here to be. To help me. That role is so important. Because we should be able to pick our man up when he's down. Make sure that he he, he doesn't get beat down by us the same way he gets beat down by the world. Then parents take charge when it comes to I pay all the bills. I put clothes on your back, food on the table. But don't know that their child is being bullied and is plotting revenge on his or her bully. And that child decides, hey, I'm going to take my, my parents' uh, gun to school and I'm going to shoot that bully. I'm going to take that bully's life. 
And then you see the parents say, I did not know. And I'm not, I'm not beating anyone down. I'm just talking about the prideful spirit that we, we, we tend to build up within ourselves. That's why pride goes before destruction. That's why God says that it's one of the deadly sinful, the, the deadly sins. That's why he counts it as one of the deadly sins. Or let's talk about a child is killed in a drive-by because an angry person exacts revenge. And, and the sad part, they didn't even kill the person that they were aiming at. But that anger and that, that need for revenge and that need to feed their ego, like, you, you're not going to do this to me and get away with it. Or a vicious attack on the church in the name of belief and wanting to say, I did it in the name of, 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 of Allah, whoever you believe in. Because that church wasn't right. That church wasn't doing uh, the right things. And, and, and God says, we're supposed to do this. Now, now, you probably say, hey, where is God in all of this? Let's look at that. Let's look at that. Where is God in all of this? Okay? Since they didn't bother to acknowledge God, God quit bothering them and let them run loose. And then all hell broke loose. Rampant evil. Grabbing and grasping. Vicious backstabbing. A made life hell. They made life hell on earth with their envy, wanton killing, bickering, and cheating. Now let's look at that 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 wanton killing. That wanton killing is a cruel, violent action, deliberate and unprovoked. Sheer wanton vandalism. Here's some synonyms. Deliberate, willful, malicious, malevolent, spiteful, vicious, wicked, evil, cruel, unprovoked, unmotivated, motiveless, arbitrary, groundless, unjustifiable, unjustified, needless, unnecessary, uncalled for, gratuitous, senseless, pointless, Purposeless, aimless, useless, meaningless, empty. Listen to all of those words. With some of the things I just named, like a vicious attack on the church, an innocent child being killed in the drive-by shooting, an innocent child being killed by a police officer, And we say, where is God in all of this? And I just gave you another verse from the Message Bible. This is, that was Romans chapter 1, 28 and 29. And let me read it again for, for effect. Since they did not bother to acknowledge God, 
God quit bothering them and let them run loose. And then all hell broke loose. Rampant evil, grabbing and grasping, vicious backstabbing. They made life hell on earth with their envy, wanton killing, bickering, and cheating. So I want you to think about that for a moment. Let that sit in, those words from the Message Bible. Like I said, I, I like to use the Message Bible a lot of times for context. Because I like to do uh, more of getting to know God rather than trying to figure out how to get my way. So think about what that scripture just said. Should I read it again? Let me read it again. I, I gotta read it again. You know, third time's the charm. Since they didn't bother to acknowledge God, God quit bothering them and let them run loose. And then all hell broke loose. Rapid evil, grabbing and grasping, vicious backstabbing. They made life hell on earth. With their envy, wanton killing, bickering, and cheating. So think about what we do when someone ignores our want. Parents, don't you always tell your children when you when they're making bad decisions not to call you when they get in trouble? So why do we expect God to force us? To do what he tells us to do. What do you do when your spouse does not pay attention to you telling him or her that you're fed up with them? You get quiet and you plan your exit strategy. Are we not image bearers? We can't force anyone to do right. And God is not willing to force you to do what is right. So let's now I want to talk about the word right. The word right has several meanings. I will not read them all. So, so what I will do is I picked out two that stood out to me. And it is morally good, justified, or acceptable. And there is writing. You know, which is what God wants to do for us. Writing uh, past tense is basically restore something to a right position. And God wants to restore us to our right and normal and upright position. Now, Nikki, what do you mean by that? I'm so glad you asked. What I mean is. We don't care about right until the consequences come. We are not justified in and of ourselves. So we should only we should only care about being accepted by God. And 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 a lot of times that's where we go wrong. 
you know, we, we're so quick to want man's approval. And, 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 and I, and I, 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 I want to bring up the, the situation with Shannon Sharp. You know, Shannon Sharp, he, uh, he's been making headways on YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube podcasters and things of that nature to help me in the direction in which, uh, I want to go with my podcast. And, he did the interview on Club Shay Shay with Cat Williams. And he said he had he he's been doing Club Shay Shay for four years now. And the the Cat Williams interview blew up. Now Nikki, what why what does this have to do with the word right? I'm talking about it because I, I, I just made a statement of we should only care about being accepted by God. Now, the the Cat Williams interview went viral. It, it got the highest amount of views ever on YouTube, which made Shannon Sharp a ton of money. And with that comes what with com- Came with what comes with success all the time. You're going to have your criticism. You're going to have somebody who's probably going to congratulate you on, you know, what you, your success. And right now I see it as Shannon Sharp is, is not, uh, handling the criticism well. Um, Cause he's been making beef with so many different people. Now the latest one, he's he was on his other, I guess, podcast talk show, whatever you want to call it, Nightcap with Ocho. And uh, you, those who watch sports, no chat, Ocho Cinco Johnson. And he said, Shannon Sharp said his sister told him that he should stop making beef with everybody <clears throat> because he because as i watch him he seems like he's getting upset for the criticism but he's saying things he's saying all of the right things sometimes but that's the thing Man's approval, I'm saying all that to say that man's approval is tainted anyway. And it's tainted because when we seek validation, we tend to seek all of the glory for our, for, for ourselves. And so it seems as though the humility of being successful has kind of gotten away from Shannon Sharp because he's coming to find out that, hey, when you're really successful, you will, all of the wolves, all of the snakes will come out and they're going to attack. And how you handle that attack 
is so important. And you have to uh, handle it with grace and humility because you have to go back to understand that God loves you unconditionally. God always has your best interest. God never changes. See, that's what that means because, see, people change like clothes. People change like the weather. I mean, look at the weather. It was 30, 33 degrees this morning, early this morning, and the wind was cutting here in Memphis. And now the sun is out. I don't know how warm it is. But people change like that. Because you may be saying, okay, the sun was out. Now it's raining. Now it's cold. Now it's hot. That is how people are. They'll build you up. They'll say, they'll tell you how much they love you. Only when you're doing it their way. When you're doing it how they want you to do it. You probably say, isn't that what God doing? No. Go back to what I said earlier. Since they didn't bother to acknowledge God, God quit bothering them and let them run loose. So the difference between us, God is not going to start to ridicule you. God is not going to start to guilt trip you. God is not going to start manipulating you. Not, God is not narcissistic. He's not going to gaslight you like people do. So I feel like Shannon Sharp is learning that, hey, I wasn't really successful like I thought. Because the success with success and with more money comes more problems. And that's part of it. People are going to be jealous, envious, and they'll 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 dress it up real nice. Hey, this is not me, hey, and I'm just saying he should do this, he should do that, he shouldn't have did this, he should. But it's really anger because, and it's not righteous anger. Because, you know, you can be righteously angry. You know, like when I saw the Cat Williams video, the problem is not just Cat and Shannon Sharp doing the interview. The problem is us giving it so much life because we viewed it. 59 million people viewed a three-hour video of two men talking. And one of them just finding a way to dog as many black men and women as he could. So how is Cat at fault? How is Shannon Sharp at fault? We are at fault because when somebody's talking positive, how often do we listen to it? How often do we gravitate to that? See, I think Shannon Sharp is, is getting into that 
you know, you, you want the glory. Because whenever you do something, it, 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 it should be to the glory of God. And, and people always try to make God, you know, this cliche. Like, that's easy to say that. It's easy to say it because it's important for us to do it. It's not easy for us to do it. It's important for us to do it. So yes, a complex God wants us to have a simple life. How do we get to that? By understanding him so that we can understand ourselves and then we can understand others. And then in that, we can use, they, people call it emotional intelligence, but I think it's godly wisdom. You know, it's just a, a, a man, a, a, a worldly term for godly wisdom. Emotional intelligence, that's all it is. Because think about the first thing that comes with trying to become emotionally, emotionally intelligent. You become self-aware. When you are aware of your, the work that you need to do on self, then you can become more empathetic and compassionate towards others. See, we give things life. We give things legs. If we don't view certain YouTube videos, it gets no traction. I've got 58 YouTube videos on YouTube. And it has gained no traction. I have gained no subscribers. I don't know if it's because you say, hey, you're not doing, because I, I don't do it every day. I haven't gotten on the grind like that. And I can admit that. But why is why is it that I'm not getting that traction? Because I don't I I don't I'm not knocking anybody that gets traction. What I am trying to say is the tainted approval of man. See, they they they, they everybody did the clicks, the likes, the the sharing of the video, and it gained some popularity over the uh, internet. Okay, but now everybody's coming out of the woodworks, trying to hit from every angle. He was wrong, calling him gay, calling him the wind, the, the male version of Wendy Williams. And we're human. We can only take so much. I get it. I get it. So, we got to stop wanting the acceptance of flip-floppy people anyway. They change, like, like I said, they change like the weather. 
they they're basically lukewarm. You, I mean, they go from one extreme to the next. They can love you one minute and and in five seconds. Oh, I hate them. All it takes is one story. So you probably say, "What is right then, Nikki?" That is another great question. And I'm glad you asked that too. Righteousness is is in faith in God. That this life and all of its vain glory is not all there is. That's righteousness. That's what's right. Because all of our achievements, all of the things that we try to accomplish here in this life, can only be made right when we're serving God we're living for God and allowing him to live through us and we're we're bearing his image to the world and we can't do that when we're only seeking validation and and for ourselves and we're justifying ourselves and we're rationalizing our wrongs and then we want to put all of that on God so I say again don't put God in that don't put God in that God does not deal in sin he does not deal with sin because you wonder how a loving God can, uh, can allow his one and only son to be crucified because he doesn't deal with sin. And Jesus decided to walk this earth and let everybody pull from his energy. And he took on their energy. Think about it that way. He took, they took his energy and he took theirs. And the more he took that energy through his ministry and communed with God, he he did that in his walk until he got to his final destination, which was the cross, so he could be crucified, so the sin could be crucified on that cross and so that we can live so that our soul can be saved <laughs> so when you want to put it in a fleshly perspective it's like oh my god how can God allow Jesus to be taken uh, taken and crucified like that for something he didn't do because he took our mess and made it his mess. That's why he said, take my yoke upon, upon you and learn of me. I am meek and lowly at heart. That's why he was able to say that. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
So while we be while we worried about finances, while we're worried about uh, our next meal and uh, what outfit we gonna wear to wear to the show, Jesus is saying, "Come to me. Stop worrying about those things. I got you, and I'm gonna have you." All the way till you get to the end. So guys, I hope that you have been inspired to seek God after listening to this podcast. Because I don't want you to leave here saying, Nikki said this, Nikki said that. But I want you to seek, thus says the Lord. Guys, I hope and pray that you have a beautiful and blessed rest of your day. If any and everybody that tuned in, I thank you and God bless you. And let's reprogram our thinking. Let's recover the life that the devil tries to take from us each and every day. Let's live a godly lifestyle. And most importantly, guys, God may not be there when you want him, but he'll be there in the nick of time. Peace, and I'm out.